Hello, good morning. Good morning, good morning, and welcome, my friends, to the Coffee Run Live. Today, it is Happy Hump Day, Wednesday, the 13th of January. How the actual heck are we already halfway through January? Isn't it ridiculous? Um, I've been talking with some clients and friends of mine and, and things like that, and they've all said about how um, how ridiculous it is that we're already halfway through the month and how already the year is flying, and I'm just like, uh-huh, it is. That's just insane. It's just completely insane. Hey, Michelle, how are you? Welcome to Wednesday. All right. Now, just while we are here... I'm just going to share this over to all of the places so that all of the people can see all of the things. Let's hope that I can do that because I don't know. I don't know why this isn't working on my computer. Oh my gosh. There we go. I was like, where is the share button? So just give me a second. All right. Um, oh no, I don't want to share my page. Oh my God. All right. This isn't working. This isn't working for me. That's irritating. So I'm not going to worry about that. And I'm just going to talk to you because you don't need to hear me waffling while I try and make all the technology work. It's just quite frankly annoying. So I am wanting to talk with you today and remind you, first of all, about contentology that's starting. You guys have got to get into that. Uh, you can see in there the summary of today's episode what that's all about. Um, essentially what we're looking at doing or what we are doing is going live every day for 28 days and inspiring and motivating you to create kick-ass, awesome and amazing content that shares bits about you and what you're all about with your audience and you get to go in the running for a $1,000 cold hard cash. So uh, get yourself in there. It's 97 bucks to join and you get to stay in there forever, but you got the competition in February, which is fun. So that is that. Now, what I wanted to actually talk with you about today, it's so funny, I was on my treadmill this morning, walking away, power walking away, and I'm like, uh, you know, let, let's just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And my TV show, I finished watching Bridgerton yesterday, or this morning rather, the, so that the episode finished and the series is finished, and I was like, oh God, you know, what am I going to watch next? And I put something on and... I was, it got me thinking because how, how much, if we think about it, how much Netflix, Amazon, like whatever it is, you know, how much television have we all really watched in the last 12 months? A lot, I would say, you know, through the apps, through Netflix, through Prime, through Stan, through Disney, through, you know, whatever particular service you happen to subscribe to. But what I think is really interesting is that, the TV series and movies can feel like, oh my God, it is just, you know, this is like the same, right? It's the same as the other thing that I watched. It's the same as the other thing I watched. They can kind of feel a little bit familiar. So it, it was so much fun, Michelle. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, I was a bit, um, I'm very well known for being a bit of a prude. So that I was a little bit like, this is like a freaking Mills and Boone novel in, in parts of it. I, maybe I didn't, <laughs> it was 
it's a bit awkward. Anyway, that's a whole other topic of conversation for, for a whole other day. But what I thought was really curious and, and it got me thinking about marketing, obviously, and, and business and things like that. And, you know, we, we go to the movies and watch action films or we read books that are romance or we watch television shows that are romantic comedies or whatever. And the thing is, is that we we still, if, if it's produced well, we still love the the drama and the plot line and the way that the movie goes, right? So you've got this, usually the way that, that movies and television shows start is that there's like something that happens and, you know, we're introduced to all the characters and then something bad tends to happen or there's a call to adventure, whether it's an adventure film or a, a kid's movie, it doesn't really matter. And then the last sequence is is always usually you know bringing things to conclusion. Usually the good guys winning, and and that's that. So that's you know pretty much you know the way that this flows. So we saw this happen in season one of Bridgerton. For if you haven't watched it yet, I'm not going to give you any. I'm not going to give anything away. But we saw like the introduction, and then there was like all of this. Ugh you know, come on, like we're all rooting for, for the people to, you know, do the things that they should be doing. And then at the end, like what we wanted to happen, what happened, and when then we're left hanging, right? We get this little bit of an insight. It's like, oh, I, I'm going to have to make sure that I, that I watch the next season. But it all goes, oh, you'll love it, Geordie. You'll love it. So we kind of go, well, you might, I don't know, maybe you won't. I, I enjoyed it. So it kind of goes, our movies follow the same thing. There's this sort of like call to adventure and then something really shit happens. And then, you know, we, we know that everything works out in the end, right? But we've got a bit of drama, you know, that goes through. But just because you have seen one movie doesn't mean that you kind of go, Ugh, you know, I'm not going to watch another movie again because I know what's going to happen. We're going to get all involved in it and then something bad's going to happen and then something amazing's going to happen and everything works out the way that we want it to, right? That's, that's how the way that, that movies and television shows work. They're really awesome like that. But we don't kind of go, well, if you've seen one movie, you've seen them all and I'm not interested. So here's what I want you to think about. More often than not, People, when it comes to business owners, when it comes to marketing and, and putting yourselves out there, we get caught in our head, well, I can't, I can't be seen as doing something similar to somebody else. I can't be seen as saying something similar to somebody else. I can't be seen as doing the same thing or talking about the same stuff or talking, you know, like throwing different things into, you, into the mix of your marketing or your live streams and things like that. But what you've got to remember is it just because I talk about this stuff doesn't mean that somebody else can't come in and talk about this stuff and it doesn't mean that somebody else can't come in and talk about this stuff. There is more than enough to go around. Everyone is always interested in, you know, kind of like hanging on, watching, listening, consuming and being involved in whatever it is that you're putting out there so long as you're doing it in your way, right? Now, I've, I've watched some shitty B-grade movies in my time. And that hasn't stopped me from kind of going, all right, let's go see if there's something else that's kind of better to watch. I've got my favorites that I will, like my favorite actors that I will go back and watch over and over again. Uh, like Die Hard, anybody? Uh, things like that. Um, you know, like daggy, daggy movies are, are my jam. You know, action movies are my jam. Spy movies, James Bond. You know, the plot's always the same, right? It's just that the things are a little bit different. But what happens is that 
people get caught up in this whole yeah exactly Carmen it is the hero's journey format precisely so the thing is is that if each uh, movie producer was worried about trying to produce something different or with a different plot line, it would probably not work, right? So the thing that we need to remember is that when you're showing up, like the competition doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. It, there is always space and place for you provided that you're getting out there and yeah, coming exactly. It's just a different story. So for your stuff, you know, people will resonate with you based on the way that you deliver, the way that you show up, the way that you weave your story, the way that you weave your metaphors, the way that you are in there, regardless of whatever else is going on. So this whole thing about imposter syndrome, you don't need to worry about it. Yes, you need to produce the best kind of content that you can for you. Yes, you need to produce the best kind of programs that you can for yourself. But just because there's somebody else out there doing it doesn't mean that there's not space for you. So here's the thing that you need to do. Number one, have a look and, and be really clear about who you are and what makes you different, right? So number one, who are you and what makes, what makes you different? Now, the thing is not going to be, uh, and I'll type these steps in in a second, it's not just about the fact that, um, you know, you, you, you have different qualifications or you've got different ways of explaining things. The, the thing that makes you different is that you are you, right? It's your education, your experience, your life experience, the, the, your personality, right? So who are you and what makes you different? The next thing is that different, different things are produced, different movies and different television shows are produced for different audiences. I'm not really, I don't really, I won't seek out a romantic comedy movie. It's just not my most favorite thing to watch. So I'm most, most movie trailers are not going to be geared for me, right? They're going to be geared to somebody who really loves romantic comedies. When I'm looking at the other things like action, you know, I want to be like, Oh, this looks like it's going to get my blood going. It looks like it's going to get my heart pounding. It looks like I'm going to be on the edge of my seat. I, you know, I'm in. So that's the kind of thing that I want. So when you're thinking about what you're going to put out there and you're thinking about what makes you different and all of that kind of thing, you also need to know who are you aiming your stuff at. So this is, that's a whole niching conversation, right? You need to know exactly who it is that you're talking to, but lead with your personality first and foremost. So you need to know what the, pe the people's problems are. You need to know what they enjoy in theory. You need to know what lights them up. You need to know what motivates them, all of that kind of thing. So who are you aiming your stuff at? The third thing that you need to do is to create content that captures and engages your audience even when they don't actively engage with you, right? So what I mean by that, and I'm just going to put these three steps in here. Now, you might see a, a blog or a piece of content or a live stream or a, a magazine or an article or anything like that, and, and you might read it all right? But let's say that you read it in a magazine and you're not going to go and actively let, the, let that author, most people don't actively let that author know that they read the article in that magazine and that they loved it. Yet we get all um, 
uh, visibly engage with you is what I meant to put in there. You know, you don't know how many people are actually reading what it is that you're putting out. You don't actually know how many people are sitting there like listening, watching, learning, reading, engaging in their heads with you. So don't worry about trying, I mean, it's nice for your ego, right? But if you're starting out, don't, don't get hung up, or even if you've been in it for a long time, don't get hung up on the likes, the comments, the shares and things that happen. It's lovely to see, but it doesn't mean that your people are not engaging. I've had people follow me for years and say, I've watched everything that you put out there, Nicola. And finally, I'm just, I am so ready. I'm like, wow, like you are completely undercover because I've not seen you comment on anything that I've been putting out there ever before, ever. And they will say to me, oh, I saw when you did this. And like, I saw when you shaved your head and I saw when your hair was long and I saw you when your hair was curly and I've seen you when you were at spy school and I saw you at blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I believe you. This is crazy. But not everyone is going to uh, like let you know that they are watching, stalking, reading, like there's these little lurkers. And the reason for that is this. What's happened in the last few years online is that we've had so many people who are, who will sell stuff and then maybe not deliver or they've had shitty experiences. I mean, put your hand up if you've had a shitty experience with a coach, a mentor, a program, a professional that, you, that you've bought from. I know, I have. So most of us these days are walking around with scars from previous experiences, right? We've been burned before. So what that generally means is that people get a little bit more scared or a little bit more tentative with allowing themselves to be completely, you know, opened up to whatever it is that's going on. Carmen's laughing because, you know, we know this to be true, right? And the thing is, is that if you've been burned before, it can, it's like having your heart broken. You can be a little bit tentative and reserved before you kind of throw yourself completely in the deep end to trust someone again, right? So your job is just to, to keep showing up, keep letting the people know that you're not going anywhere, that you've got their back, that you are here when they are ready. We cannot control, and you cannot control as much as you might like it, you can't control when the person watching you is going to trust you, right? It's like some people need uh, to, to date someone for years and years before they decide that they're, that they're in and like they trust them and that they're, they're safe, right? Other people are like, you know, three seconds, I'm in, I trust you, let's go, get married and they live happily ever after, all right? But we know like with the movies and the plot twists that, that stuff generally happens because that's the way that life works. So you've got to keep creating content for the people that are uh, not necessarily actively, uh, visibly rather, engaging with you, right? You've got to keep showing up. You've got to keep doing the things that you need to do in order to be able to build that trust. But here's the big thing that I really want you to remember. Movies have a central theme, right? Movies generally have a hero, movies tell stories, movies use metaphors, movies use that, uh, that, that consistency of, of message and rhythm as they're working through. The whole movie industry tends to follow those act one, act two, act three 
steps. So just because there's one movie being made before doesn't mean that people aren't going to want to go and watch another movie. So just because somebody else is out there talking about stuff doesn't mean that there is not space for you. There is always space for you and there is always space for the way that you do things. So that is what I wanted to rile you up with today. And that gives you permission then to just eliminate from your head any and all competition. Right? We don't care about what everybody else is doing. We care about what you're doing. We care about what your audience needs to hear. And that is really the best, most empowering thing, I think, the, the biggest amount of permission that you can probably possibly give yourself is allowing yourself to show up, do the thing, and, and just keep talking to your audience. And there's always room for you. Always, 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 I promise. So... On that note, I'm going to love you and leave you. As always, if you have any questions, make sure you let me know. And as always, get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. And remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesome. As we've talked about, Contentology is open and I would love to crown you the queen of Contentology. And yes, this is the actual crown. I might sanitize it before I send it. But this will be the actual crown that I will send you if you are the winner, along with your $1,000. I know, it's crazy. Register, register now, get in, start practicing, and I will see you all tomorrow. Have fun.